You're tuned in to Vocal Radio, Chicago's only NPR music station. I'm your host, Biko, and alongside me, I got Cherie and D Smoke. How are you all doing? I'm good. We're good. Doing excellent. You know, with it being Valentine's Day, how did you all first meet? So it was a studio in North Hollywood. Uh, I forgot the name, but it was it was um, I, I was working there a lot, and uh, I forgot the name of the studio. But it was a studio in like North Hollywood, and there was a producer that I knew that was mutual producer that worked with him him as well, and he was like, "Yo, can you come in and and lay some strings and some vocals for an artist named D Smoke?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, sure." So we yeah, it was like one of his songs called The Rapture. You know, we had a good vibe just like talking and. Um, once once we left the studio, it was like the thing of like, oh, okay, well, we, we got to connect again. We got to connect again. And every time he had a project, every time he had something, he would hit me to be like, oh, you know, hey, come through. Come, you know, you want to come in a session? And um, there, the last time uh, we did a session, I left my charger at his house. You did that so, on purpose. That what that sound <laughs> like. <laughs> I left my charger at his house and I was like, yo, um, I'm going out of town, but when I come back in town, can I come back and grab it? And he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, let me tell my And then, <laughs> so I was like, because we kept seeing each other and it seemed like every producer or even video director I work with, like the video director for Rapture, she was like, like out of all of the tracks, she picked out the violins and was like, I hear violins in there, get the violin player who played it. And I was like, oh yes, this girl. She was like, even better, get her, you know. And then um, then I'm working with DJ Battlecat and Battle on this one song. And Battlecat is like, man, uh, I hear live strings on this. Like, I'm gonna get live strings. You know anybody? So then I, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. I, I do, you know, I just met somebody. Boom, call her again. And then that's when, you know, she left the charger. And then so when I called her like, hey, is this yours? Or no, she called me like, I left my charger, but I'm going out of town, hold on to it for me. I was like, for sure. I was like, well, when you come get it, we gonna have to grab some food. Like, you know. <laughs> Real smooth, playalistic with it, okay. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise I'm, I'm selling the charger on eBay. You will never see it again. He you didn't say saying? that. <laughs> if, you, if we can't grab nothing to eat, you know, I'm gonna <laughs> offer up this charger and get a couple bucks for it, you know? We ended up hanging out like the whole entire day. It was just like, it was a thing to where I got to see him outside the music, you know, who he was outside of D Spoke. And we just connected on a deeper level and just realized that, oh, wow, like, okay, I could I could see something deeper uh, mm -hmm. connection than, than just the musician. Music. Part. You said, you know, you play violin. Um, you're seeing in the video, uh, I, I want to say, wh what video is that, D-Smoke, that you first uh, put Cherie in when she was playing the violin? That was uh, Rapture, yep, uh, directed by Child. Sharif, for you, how long, when did you get introduced to the violin? Because that's a, that's not an easy instrument to play at all. Yes, I got introduced to the violin when I was about eight years old. I literally, I was in elementary school and they had the option to like 
go to band or orchestra or chorus and I was just like I love the violin because it just has a singing element to it like when, when you hear it play it just it just sounds like a singing voice both my parents they don't play instruments my mom's a singer my dad's a my dad used to rap and things like that but when I picked up the violin it was I really believe it was a divine thing because it was just something that I never let go of something that I was always just drawn to continue to learn and my parents were like you have to go to lessons I was just like I'm going like I would just I would just like mom I have to be like oh wow you know it's the thing where I always just wanted to dive deeper and deeper into it and learn how to play different types of music on the violin other than classical but jazz and hip-hop and you know I just wanted to kind of like you know just really dive into all the ways it could be played and just until now I just, just never stopped and, can, and so it became an extension of who I am as, mm -hmm. as an artist. I mean, well, when did you extend from the violin to to the singing? Was the singing before or did it, did you kind of like merge that in later on in life? It was before. So my singing, okay. I was always singing before. I was always uh, singing with my mom, singing at church, singing, just always singing. And that kind of drew me to the violin because it sounded like a singing instrument. And I was just like, okay, cool. I wanna, I wanna learn how to make it sing. If I'm not mistaken, you transitioned from Atlanta to LA. Where around this time when you were uh sing well, when you were learning violin, were you still in Atlanta at that time or did you already transition? So I I moved to LA in 2019. So what what actually led you to wanna, you know, take that journey, move to a all the way west coast? <laughs> you down south, you move west coast. So what led you to, you know, wanna take that hike to Los to LA? I really wanted to go to LA because it just had a lot of more musical opportunities. It was very more, for me, it was more diverse. It was more, it just had more variety of things to do. When I moved to LA, I was like, I'm going myself. My mom was like, you have a year to make something happen because you don't know anyone out there. How could you just move to LA and you don't know anyone? What are you gonna do? <laughs> for a year, I was doing little things like teaching violin and teaching voice and doing, different gigs out and out here but what kind of solidified it was when i landed on my first big placement with ariana grande on position uh it got me a publishing deal with warner and then it just kind of got me situated as in being able to you know make a living and write songs for people and things like that and even how that happened was was crazy i want to also tap into um tour you know you all toured with alicia keys how is that t going on tour with no kids alongside Alicia Keys? I was honored to be a part of it because Dee was invited to open for her and he was like, yo, babe, you know, let's go. I want you a part of the set. And when we were out there, it was my first, it was our first time going to Europe and seeing different cities like Paris and uh, Denmark and Germany and all these beautiful places. But for me, it was just being able to, of course, see her be a, like, see her firsthand and see how she does her thing as an artist. She's incredible. And then it was like also seeing the love and how, how everybody responded to, to the performance. They just were very receptive and, and just, just in awe of what Dee brought and, and, and how he brought me and his uncle who plays the bass and, and his his nephew and an assistant who, who did the background singing and dancing and things like that. It was just a beautiful, uh, well-rounded performance. And I believe that the people really enjoyed the musicianship from him playing the piano and then me playing the violin and his uncle playing the bass. It's just like, just the whole, 
everything it just was an amazing show on top of an amazing time with amazing crew and people and and of course alicia so yeah it was just it was a great experience i know d you've been you know you've been doing shows here there uh all before the conversation i spoke on how you were here in chicago and you performed mm -hmm. so to actually you know have your backbone be with you how is that for you because now you have your supportive system and then both of you all are musically inclined and you you all are able to experience that together so you know for you how is that you know like like you said that you you just got your your support system there with you um when you need that recharge you have your person you know that's there um but you know it's also not without its challenges you know um me particularly when i work i go into a certain mode you know so having to negotiate the type of space to stay in that mode, like almost almost in character. Like last year I got into, not got into, but got back into acting kind of seriously. I'm on um, a show called Mayor of Kingstown right now and working with the, uh, a good friend of mine and di wonderful director, Tasha Smith. There's a principle and I'm, I may be misquoting it, but it's just called like cumulative energy that over the course of multiple takes, um, you develop like momentum in that character. So in between takes, they're like, hey, look, leave people alone. Don't have them come back and, and be, have to focus on being courteous, being nice. No, if it's a dark scene, don't pull them out of that. So in the same sense on tour, there are like real conversations that grownups have to have where it's like, look, you know, the, the immense pressure of every night, because it's, it's one thing to be in festival season, the tour is rapid, so we're not drinking. People offering drinks, you're turning them down because it's like the sleep isn't the same. Sometimes we're, oftentimes we're sleeping on the way to the other city. That is the, that is the sleep we're gonna get. Rest. And so because you're not getting the same quality of rest, you better not be drinking and smoking because you will actually, and especially with my raps, my raps ain't like, I chill, I build, I do this. Skilled. Like that ain't my, <laughs> Did that you just freestyle that? You just freestyle that day. Right, yeah, I just, <laughs> right. That ain't but that ain't how I get down. I mean at that pace I could freestyle a whole album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this stuff is lyrical, so um trying to give that level of performance every night, it's like you gotta protect your instrument. And that's what they say on the set, protect your instrument. Let's chime in to, to the music. You know, D Smoke, you dropped two projects in twenty twenty one. You dropped several singles in 2022. You dropped several singles too as well, Cherie. And now it's, it's V-Day. And finally, you all come together for a single called Candlelight. Why did it, it I mean, if I could be mistaken, but have you all did a, a track together before outside of you being on a violin, Cherie? I mean, she's, there's some songs that she's on of mine that haven't been released yet. Got it. We dropped a song, Better Half, where she sang the, uh, like the sample intro. Uh, at first, we had an Amel LaRue sample and, and Amel LaRue. We were using it and didn't know that she just don't be clearing stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Like, we sent it to her. She's like, oh, this is so beautiful. No. <laughs> and... And, we sample, yeah, we yeah. did our own. So version. she's on better half, and it's appropriate that it is that way because it's it's my song to her on on War and Wonders, and so um yeah, so yeah, before but I, but we haven't put out one that's like you know yeah. me, him him featuring me. This Correct. is the first. Yeah. Who titled 
this track amongst you two, Candlelight. Who came up with the title? Yes, yeah, I came up with the title. Uh, me and Daniel have a lot of candles in our house. We like candles a lot. <laughs> we like candles a lot in our house. I like candles when I, when it's when it's my reflection time when I'm when I'm with myself and and spend my time with God and devotion. I light a candle when we spend time together. We light candle when we like. It, I I just believe lighting a candle is a sacred moment in time where a uh, focus a special sacred moment in time where you just literally get closer to the intimate parts of yourself or intimate part with your partner. So that's why in restaurants you see they got the candle right in the middle of the table because why? It's a moment where you're eating dinner together and growing closer to each other. So it's like when they can't and or in the bedroom there's candles lit. Why? You know, yeah, any yeah. song, turn off the lights, <laughs> light a candle, you know what I'm saying? Any song, any love song when the candle is on, it's always a sacred moment of bringing two people together or you being, or bringing yourself closer to a reflection time or things. So I just believe just that candlelight is just a beautiful sacred moment. And that's what I wanted to kind of focus on some sacred moments in our relationship and what brings light to that. Uh, Cherie, let people know, let the world know. What single we finna get into? Go ahead and introduce it. All right. So this next single is called Candlelight by Cherie D. Smoke. Hope you guys enjoy. You got my mind. Call me baby one more time. It's something like a medicine. 